Watch podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension beef educator. For today's Beef Watch podcast, we are going to be discussing an article from the June issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, Beware of Stocking Rate Creep. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by one of the co-authors, T.L. Meyer, who's a Nebraska Extension beef educator based at Thedford. Thanks for joining me today, T.L. Thanks for asking me to join you. T.L., this title we gave to the article, Beware of Stocking Rate Creep, kind of sounds like a horror movie a little bit, but uh, really as we're thinking about this, what we're thinking about is really what's happening as we're thinking about turning cows and calves out to grass. As we're recording this podcast, we're sitting here in early June and a lot of cattle have gone to grass. One of the questions I frequently get asked, and I know you do as well, is how much can I put out on a piece of ground or how many cow-calf pairs can I turn out on this section or on this series of pastures for a summer grazing season. And when people ask that question, I frequently ask them, tell me more about your cows. Tell me more about the cattle that you're turning out because not all cows are the same. Help us understand a little more as we think about grazing, what are some things we need to understand around how cows that are bigger eat more than those that are smaller in size? Well, I think Aaron, when we're talking grazing, uh, some concepts that we mentioned in this article were animal unit and animal unit month. Animal unit is simply defined as a thousand pound cow with a calf less than three months of age. Um, we figure at that age or younger, that calf is not consuming enough forage to, to make a difference. But I think the thousand pound cow, it's easy math wise but how many people run thousand pound cows? Also, a lot of us uh, tend to run our calves till they're six, seven, seven months of age. Once they get over that three months, that they're consuming forage and they matter too. So their weight becomes a factor in defining that animal unit. So again, an animal unit is a thousand pound cow with a calf less than three months of age. So we use the AU to define the animal but then we also use the concept animal unit month. Um, and that gives us a measure of forage quantity. And that the amount we usually use is 780 pounds of air dry forage. And what it is, is that AUM or 780 pounds of air dry forage is what it takes to feed that animal unit for one month. So it takes 780 pounds of air dry forage to feed a thousand pound cow with a calf less than three months of age. Those two concepts, just all the numbers I just threw out there, um, when you start calculating, it can be really confusing for producers. And, and let's be honest, it can be a pain in the head. And so um, the goal of this article was to try and walk people through a calculation and, and just show them how to do the math um, and to double check. But I think a lot of people in my area, I would say, are running at least 1,200-pound cows. So right there, you went from 1 AU up to a 1.2 AU. So that decreases the amount of cows you can run on the same amount of forage, the bigger the cow. Yeah, and I think one of the things that sometimes helps me think about this is we talk about tons of hay, and you know, if I'm buying hay, I'm going to weigh the bales. I want to know how many tons of hay I'm getting. Mm -hmm. And so we have some people put up 900 pound bales and some people put up 1400 pound bales. So 
but we also always calculate that back to how many tons of hay did I harvest or, you know, how many tons of hay am I getting bought? So as we think about this standard animal unit and we think about a cow, obviously just like we have big bales and small bales, we have bigger cows and smaller cows, bigger cows are going to eat more. And really we get back to calculating a standard animal unit by dividing that cow's weight by a thousand. So, a 1,500-pound cow is 1.5 animal unit equivalents, and a 900-pound cow would be 0.9 animal unit equivalents. I guess as you think about the ranchers you work with and we think about grazing native range, I would say in many cases we talk about turning out cow-calf pairs and we turn out a count, but we really often don't think about the size of those being turned out. Is that, is that similar in your part of the world as well? Yeah. And I mean, we all understand the calves are growing. That's obviously what we want. But as they're growing, are we accounting for that in the amount of forage being removed from the pasture? Um, and I think if people get a chance to go back and look at this article, that calculation example walks them through the adjustments made monthly, ideally, for uh, calf growth to factor that in. Because I think in our example, we go from starting out with uh, 1.2 AUMs for each cow-calf pair, and we end up at the end of the grazing season with 1.7 AUMs. You know, that's it's half an AUM. That's, what, 380 pounds of forage difference there. So, per, yeah. per pair. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great point is just – what's happening with those cattle throughout the grazing season. And we could do the same thing if we're thinking about turning out yearlings or turning out replacement heifers. You know, if we're turning out a 650 pound replacement heifer and she comes in in the fall uh, weighing 900, obviously she's eating more at the end of the grazing season than she was at the start. So we need to take the average or understand what's happening with the change in forage demand over that grazing season. Exactly. Um, I think a lot of times we just look at that start weight and do the calculation because let's face it that's that's easy to do but you want them to grow so we need to just make sure we account for that in our final stocking rate calculations. TL as you think about understanding a standard animal unit month and also and understanding a standard animal unit any resources that you think would be helpful to producers to look at as well that may help them do the math and make sure they're on target in terms of what they're actually harvesting? Yes, I would recommend we, we cited it at the end of the article. It's a, an extension piece that was done by uh, Pat Reese, who's now retired from the university, Jerry Valeski at North Platte and Walt Schott, who's in Lincoln. And it talks about the AUM and the AU concept. It's an older piece, but it's still really accurate. And it, it just does a great job of describing grazing and stocking rate on, on rangeland here in Nebraska. Yeah, the title of that publication is Integrating Management Objectives and Grazing Strategies on Semi-Arid Rangeland. And again, that link is in the Beware of Stocking Rate Creep article that's in the June issue of the Beef Watch newsletter. Yes. TL, anything else you want to highlight on this topic as we point towards wrapping up our conversation? Not particularly, I would just stress to producers, I know we're very busy, we don't have a lot of time, but do yourself a favor. We all got a lot of rain, 
here lately, but there's still some parts of the state that are pretty dry. Knowing your stocking rate is going to be even more important if, if the water turns off and uh, take the time to do the calculations and get a fairly accurate idea of what you're removing from your pastures. Well, thanks again for joining me today, TL. Thank you. Well, for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.ed website. Again, this article is the June issue of the Beef Watch newsletter.